Hello and welcome to another episode of the Black Dog Sports Podcast. I am your host, Arthur Hosey Jr. of the class of 2008, and I'm joined here by Mr. Derek Thomas. Derek, what's cracking? What you thinking? Man, just here this weekend is a homecoming weekend down here for the Southern University Jaguars. Um, yeah, my daughter taking my daughter to her first concert on tomorrow. So hoping we can end this day with a victory over Vandy. So, yeah. All right. And for anybody who's watching the podcast, who watch it on Facebook Live and wonder why I always start the show off that way, because we record for the people who are listening, uh, like an actual podcast format. You might be listening to Apple uh, Podcasts and, you know, Anchor, all of that good stuff. Spotify. OK, so that's going to be where it starts off for them. And y'all kind of get the um, back and forth between me and him before we actually start recording the show. So we're going to start off today recapping the Alabama game, which Bye. was some um, Sunni Shia, if I ever see anything. Now, I told y'all pretty much exactly what I said on the podcast happened. Also want to say that Derek never gave me my $5 <laughs> for the um, forgetting. I'm going to give you your $5, man. I always pay up. Game, forgetting the LSU game, <laughs> you know, it happens. I told give you your five dollars right now. I told you that it was gonna happen. I was like, man. I mean, if, if I'd have predicted that Ty Davis probably was gonna run for two hundred seven yards and three touchdowns on 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 Florida's defense, no way I would have picked against LSU. LSU was down so many players. I mean, you just didn't think that they were gonna pull out pull out the victory against a healthy Florida team with two capable quarterbacks, but they did. Kudos to Ty Davis Price, former South Baton Rouge Jaguar running back. Uh, Demond Clark also had a good game. I know those two kids personally, so glad they're doing well. Look, I'm going to channel my inner funny main Jermaine, and I'm going to say I've been saying the whole season, all you got to do is line up and run the ball. If they run the ball, they are more talented than almost every – But you got to realize LSU had a lot of offensive live issues offensive line issues early in the season. So they couldn't really run the ball. Yeah, they were trying. Protection. I mean, missing a five-star running back in John Emmy Jr., but really, Ty Davis Price is a better running back anyway, and he proved it last week. Run the ball. That's all I got to say. Run the ball. They finally went out there. He might break He might break the record again today against Ole Miss. He might run for 300 That's yards. That's true. They went out there. I hope he, he might the run for 300, 400 yards. Against run the ball down the Rebels throat. Run it, run it, run it. Keep Correa off the field. We'll talk about that later, though. What I don't understand is all these people. Uh, I, I let me say this for the the coach O part. Okay, so I told y'all what was gonna happen. I said, can we win the game? Yes. Will we win the game? No. I said that what would happen is that we would go down early and we wouldn't be able to recoup. We would we would get punched early. We would get dazed. And it would be over. And the funny thing is, is that that's what happened, but it happened in a way that I should have seen coming, but didn't see coming. Will Rogers' quarterback play basically took us out of the game before it even got started good. Yep. Um, I think that it kind of puts me in the mind of the way that they used to talk about Peyton Manning when he first started his career, which is that he was a talented passer, but the thing was is that he was going to screw up somewhere along the line 
between wherever the possession started and getting into the end zone. And that seems to be the thing with Will Rogers. Now, the question becomes, is he incorrigible? Like, is there anything that we can do about that? Like, is that just who Will Rogers is? Or is it because Will Rogers is young? And maybe, just like Peyton Manning, it's one of those things that maybe, say, next year he might work out. But we we move the ball every game. It's never been a situation where we couldn't move the ball. We could move the ball. We were moving the ball on Alabama perfectly fine. We moved the ball on Bama. Move the ball on uh, LSU. Interception. Yeah. You know, we moved the ball against uh, Texas A&M. We're moving the ball on anybody in the country. I feel as though that there hadn't been a single game where we were just completely overwhelmed. But that being said, not being completely overwhelmed and being competitive has not turned into winning. I would say that this reminds me. Yeah, or points. I would say that this reminds me a lot of Dan Mullen's first year where we didn't win a bunch of games or anything like that. But at the same time, we were competitive in just about every game. And um, we weren't competitive in this one. <laughs> yeah, well, Bama could have called that, a quiz in the first quarter. The game was over. It depends on what your definition of let me channel my Bill Clinton. It depends <laughs> on what your definition of is is. Competitive from the standpoint of like we were moving the ball, we were showing signs of life. Yes. Competitive from the standpoint of like we were putting up points and in the game. No. So put you know, points in yards. That's just all state stand. Now, Derek, what was your interpretation of the situation? We lost by 40 points. Well, thank you, Captain Obvious. I mean, here's the thing. Will Rogers should have been benched when he got hurt. Like, take him out. Like, the guy, then it comes out of the game, he has a sprained AC joint. You know, every time he threw the ball, oh, oh, hurt, I'm hurt. You know, you, you're putting his future at risk. Now, does that mean that our rest of our quarterbacks are just that much unprepared? Then after the season, after the game comes up that, you know, Jack Abraham is dealing with a post-concussion syndrome. He's not with the team, with the team, whatever. That's a non-factor at this point because he has not been practicing. We don't need to know why he's not with the team. He's not with the team. So you let Real Rodgers, you know, get re- get better from his injury, and you let the quarterbacks that's healthy play. You know what I'm saying? You know, it doesn't make sense. We, we're not going to beat Alabama. So what's the purpose of keeping an injured quarterback in the game? Just so he can throw for 300 yards, three picks? But we didn't score any points. Well, nine points, by the way. Uh... uh that was a questionable decision uh, by Leach for me. But, again, he knows what, what his quarterbacks can do way more than I do. Hey, As a fan hey. watching the game, the man is hurt. Take him out. Hey, you got to remember, this is the same guy that took that had Craig James' son inside of a closet <laughs> who had a concussion. So, what? <laughs> I still think Mike Leach was fired uh, incorrectly or wrongly terminated in that case. So he was, but you know, it was it was too funny for me not to bring up. I know you were gonna bring it up. But that being said, Mike Leach, you gotta admit that between Dylan Johnson and uh Will Rogers, 
Mike Leach has been out there like the coach from Varsity Blues. Like, just having people, like, the coach said it's all right to bleed from the ears. <laughs> like, come on, like, dude. Like, Dylan Johnson looked like he was about to die at any moment. And I can't remember which game it was. I think it might have been the Memphis game. This dude is limping up and down the field. And Mike Leach still got him running a ball up the middle. I'm like, what well, the hell is this? Well, I think we're going to have a new starting running back journey. And I think I saw somebody say he's going to be starting. I but... mean, the, the two dudes that we got, like, they're not, well. Arthur. I, huh? You're going to have to behave yourself. I mean. My mom is watching. Okay. I mean, there's no mom. <laughs> hey, Miss Thomas. I don't I don't know what her last name is. <laughs> Mrs. Thomas. Miss Thomas. I, I met her. Very sweet lady. Okay. Um. So the guys that we have right now, like, I don't want to say that they're bad because it's the, the air raid. And I feel like they were in a situation where they were actually like running, running the ball. And I, it's hard to say, but I'm just going to say if I was in my transfer. I mean, what running? I mean, I, that's, I wrote an article about this last year about Mississippi State running backs. You know, we're not going to get an elite running back going forward. Not what my elite is the head coach. Not until he shows he's going to run the ball. So, this, this is what this is the offense that we have. We have to live and die by it. This is the coach that we have unless Cohen makes a change. So, I'm not even going to complain about him running the ball. It is what it is. All right. I mean, I think that when we have run the ball with Fidelity. <laughs> my was, mom says behave, Arthur. You know, I'm a, I'm a bad boy. That's part of my lure. You know, anybody that knows me in real life knows that this is, I'm not just a bad boy of the Black Dogs podcast. <laughs> it's just who I am. You know, when I'm at the school, I'm the bad boy of the teaching staff. You know, it, it just, it is what it is. You feel me? So, okay, the Bama game was, I guess you could say, an unmitigated disaster, right? So, disaster. what better way to get over the Alabama game than to, speaking of which, I, I didn't, like, I tried to watch the Bama game, but after the first two interceptions, I found something better. I turned it off. Really I turned it off. I couldn't watch it. It was going to be ugly. Really quickly. I mean, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, but, well, it could have been worse. I'll put it that way. And then, you know, Ole Miss fans are somewhere probably saying, we scored 20-something and y'all scored. We, we scored touchdowns and y'all scored nine. Like, score these nuts. All right. So, um, <laughs> we got the Vanderbilt game coming up where we get to play a team whose mascot is the slave ship captain. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I've seen Roots before. You can look me in the eye and tell me that the Vanderbilt Commodore isn't a slave ship captain. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you got to realize he was the captain of the of, of the Navy, also of the British of the British uh, Navy. So that's what they that was the captain. That was that was the leader. You know, you never seen uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. That was no slave ship. That was like a. You know, warship, battleship. I thought Vanderbilt University named after Cornelius Vanderbilt. Anyway, um, Commodore. Yeah, and he was. They used to call him like the Commodore of Industry or some bullshit. He's not literally a slave ship captain, but still. Um, 
But yeah, uh-huh. so the Vanderbilt game, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't care. I like I wish I could tell you that I care, but I don't. I don't we're think 20, we, I don't we're think we're gonna points. lose this game. Right. I don't think we're gonna cover either. The hell is a 20 point favorite. Like, yeah, I, I think that we'll find new and creative ways to screw up somehow. But, like, even if it's close, I don't think that we're in any real danger of losing, which I feel as though is a quote that is going to come back to haunt me. Like, I, I feel like I'm... I'm well, we needed a block kick last year to beat them. I mean. Yeah, my, my spidey senses is telling me that I'm going <laughs> to hear about that again. I ain't betting you. No. But fortunately, Vanderbilt. <laughs> I want all you ten bucks. Fortunately, um, Vanderbilt fans don't actually watch this podcast. They should, but uh, you know, oh, I got a, ooh, speaking of Vanderbilt, I got a real bone to pick with them. I'll do that at the end of the show, though. Real talk. But Ty, with the 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 the, the, the football team, the JV team. No, that that preview that they wrote about the Valley Vandy match matchup. I mean, I, I think it would be a, I, I think it would be a competitive game. No, man. They just talk. They, they I'll talk about it at the end, but okay. Move All right. Bad boy. So do we do we actually care about the Vanderbilt game enough? Yeah, we care because we win this game with four and three. Two more wins with bowl eligible, baby. Yeah. I mean, we should be able to pull off the Tennessee State game where uh Eddie George will be there. I'm going to be trying to sneak onto the field so that I can meet Eddie George because I'm a Tennessee Titans fan. Eddie George, if you are listening, you know, I would love to meet you when y'all. I'll be at that game. I'll be at that game. Yeah. He also looks like my friend Kimberly Moore who went to Mississippi State with us. But that's beside the point. And it's somebody in 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 the Black Dolls group whose husband looks exactly like him. But I can't remember who. Anyway. But yeah, yeah I mean, Halloween. You can talk about the Vanderbilt game. I don't give a freak. We can we can move along. I mean, like, there's not really much to talk about. I mean, like, we're three and three, they're two and five. We're a 20-point favorite to win this game on paper. We should smash Vanderbilt. But football's I, but not I played on paper. I feel like that's not going to happen. No, like, I, I don't I, I don't think we're gonna cover. I don't think we're gonna cover at all. I think it's gonna be a close game. Um you know, um, we're gonna win the game, but it's not gonna be by twenty. Because we haven't blown for... anybody out the whole season, right? We have not. And that's, that's we have not. bizarre. That is, that's really bizarre. Wait a second, who have we played? We played LaTeX. Okay, that's LaTeX, and we had to come back in twenty points in the fourth quarter to win that game. We we lost to Memphis. We lost to LSU. We lost to Alabama. You know, we beat Texas and them. Texas A&M um, should have been a blowout, but it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's like this team lacks the capability to blow teams out. I think that most of that is quarterback play. Going back, circling back, I feel as a, like with Leach, I'm like, why not put somebody else in in some of these games to at the very least see what they have at the end of games? But then again, we also hadn't had any blowouts. Or games where we were blowing the other team. Like, why not put in a Sawyer Robertson or whoever the other guy is? I can't remember. Lovertick, Chance Lovertick. Yeah, uh, whoever that is. Robertson and 
I'll just run the ball all day and game long. <laughs> I also want to point out that um that uh what his name is Garrett Strader is up at Syracuse still being egregiously mediocre. So we didn't miss. I mean, he's he's been there. good running the ball. I mean that's what he he's a running quarterback. He's not a throwing quarterback. That's that's what he is. That is why he was not going to fit in Mike Leach's offense. Schrader, he is not Schrader. a throwing quarterback. Schrader. That's it. Yeah, he just wasn't going to fit in this offense. And it was good for him to transfer. He's yeah, now he playing him. with Syracuse, and they're using his talents the way that Miley's probably would never have used them. Yeah, and they steal butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, so uh, we were supposed to be talking about something. Okay, we need Bama. We need Vanderbilt. Uh, you want to do LSU or you want to do <laughs> basketball? Let's do I mean, we, we, basketball. We, Let's get that out of the way. Okay, so – we know that uh, Nikki coach Nikki McCray Pinson is no longer with the team. How that happened exactly is debatable. We're just we're gonna leave it at that. It's debatable, right? Uh, we have a new coach. He's never Definitely. coached women's basketball before, but apparently he was the head coach at some Christian university, something like that. Bethel and Citadel and Tulane. He has a 131 and six day record at Bethel. So um I mean he's a good coach for a lower level. I mean it's basketball. See, Is it gonna translate into women's basketball? I mean, the man knows the game, he doesn't know the right. players. So this is going to be a tough season for our women's basketball team because you have to realize all of the players left. Bring in a bunch of new players that bought in the coach Nick McCray. Uh, the three Tennessee sisters, uh, the the, uh, the five-star from uh, from Tulane, then Nick McCray leaves. And now we have this guy who is a successful coach, uh, where he's come from, coaching women's basketball for the first time. This is has the makings of like Hoosiers or something, you know. <laughs> I mean, you got this guy coming in. The team has talent. There's no doubt. The team has talent. You bring in all these talented players. You take away the coach that brought them together. You bring in this new coach who's never coached women's basketball. I gotta I don't think we're gonna be that good, but we're gonna play. I think we're gonna play a lot. Different than we played last year under under McCray. I don't think we're gonna go back to how it was under Vic, where the girls didn't shoot. I think we're gonna. I think he's gonna. It's gonna take some time to see how they mesh because we have a lot of talent. We have a lot of guards, not a lot of bigs. Uh, transfer from LSU, she's there, but uh, we'll see. I think we're gonna surprise some people. I I don't think we're gonna be a threat to win the SEC, obviously, but I think we're gonna be a gritty, hard nosed team on the coach Novak. Real talk. You know, I feel like I owe it to Mr. Stringer. <laughs> I feel like I owe it to him to bring up the fact, like, I was looking at the preseason polls and stuff, and it's amazing how quickly we went from every year being in the top 10 of those polls to not being in it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, whether you want to say, now the Nikki McCray hire, we don't know how that would have turned out if the unfortunate circumstances didn't come. But 
we can say that we did fall out of that category under her watch. Mm-hmm. And you look at the basketball team and what happened with that. And, you know, I, I just, I can hear Mr. John in our ear whispering fire Cohen. <laughs> no, he's not going to be whispering it. Yeah, we have <laughs> he's two programs that have basically went from sugar to Shiite under his watch. Um, but we got the base baseball national championship. How much yeah. is that worth? How much is that worth? You know, I mean that's it's worth it. I mean that's his sport. Baseball is you know AD Cohen's sport, right? You know. I, I, here's the thing. I, I'm not on the Fire Cohen team. I mean, this is his school. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he loves Mississippi State. So I don't think he's doing something on purpose to, you know, not be good. But I, I, the thing is, uh, decision makers, you know, it falls on you. So should he have hired Coach Harris over Coach McCrepensy? Mc, Mc, yes. Uh, Coach Harris would have brought a, I guess you can say, a calming effect, a continued calming effect over our squad because those young ladies knew Johnny, okay? She basically trained them from the time that they came into the program. She was an obvious choice. Now, we're going to be having a coach against Johnny, play against Johnny. Now, the only good thing is all those players that Coach Harris brought in, most of them are gone except for Rakia. So she's not going to be the game plan against our squad like she would in the past, you know, you know, so I would have loved to have seen her get this job. Um, I think if Coach Harris would have been hired, we would still be competitive in women's basketball. Um, I, I am sad that we're not going to see how Nick McCray would have built this squad because this woman has meant a lot to women's basketball over her life and career. She knows the game of basketball. It did not work out the first season. Health reasons took her away this season. Hopefully, she can resurface somewhere uh, when it's time for her to resurface in women's basketball. Now, I will say this. I feel like the next hire in the women's basketball program has to be the right hire. I feel like that whoever they get, it needs to be a person with a proven track record Mm-hmm. As a women's basketball head coach. Now, what if Novak go, wins this year, though, Arthur? What if he wins? What if Novak has success? Now, Should that being be said, given a chance to continue depends on, depends on what success looks like. Now, I don't see is, twenty wins, but now check this out. This is this is my this is my theory with this. We go back to the case study, the quintessential case study. Uh-oh. For John Cohen for me. The year is, I don't know what year it was. It doesn't matter. But we got a head football coach, no, head baseball coach, who can't leave these holes alone. And he gets canned. After the summer. <laughs> they say that he was literally too busy texting his holes during the game to coach the team. So... They bring in Gary Henderson. The team starts off shaky. They make a college World Series run. Mm-hmm. And everybody starts talking about how Gary Henderson needs to be the new head coach. Mm-hmm. And John Cohen 
with a pair of cajones so big that he needed a pair of MC Hammer <laughs> to hold them. Says he didn't want he didn't want Henderson. I'm not gonna hire this guy, mind you. And then on top, of and he it, worked oh, with him. He, he was on his staff. They've been together for yes, years. Yeah, I just knew he was yes. gonna hire Henderson. Yes, and he was like, I'm not gonna I know him. this guy. I know what he has. I know his ceiling. I don't think that we're gonna win championships with this guy. Now mm-hmm. he struck out on the he made it right. He struck out. I think I, they said that they tried to uh, the rumor was that they I think they I remember hearing rumors about the guy who's at Florida. I remember hearing rumors about maybe the Oregon State coach, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the strongest rumor was the Schnock, sh- the dude who had Texas A&M now. That was right. at TCU. That was the strong rumor. But it turned out that all those guys just used it as an opportunity to um, get raises. Yeah, get raises. So we made the right hire. Much like it off. Yeah, much like with um, with uh, the leech hire, they go and they get um, they go and they get what's his face. Who I like, I say I I liked it the hire. I liked the hire at the time, but it took balls for him to do that. Because everybody, like, how do you not hire this guy who took you this to the College World Series? And he had the nads to say, the only reason why that ninja got to the College World Series is because of my team and the dude who was messing around with all the women who was real buff <laughs> name I can't Canizero. Yeah, Canizero. That was my talent and Canizero's talent. He, all he had to do was just not F it up. You know, <laughs> he, he's not a he's not a national championship coach. Okay, so with Johnny Harris, I felt like I understood it because, like, on one hand, yeah, she was with Vic and blah 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 blah. But just because she was a good assistant with Vic doesn't mean that she's a good um, doesn't mean that she herself will make for a good head coach. And I felt like with the pedigree that Nikki McCray had, I felt as though it was the right thing to do, considering her pedigree is um, as a player. Don Staley's assistant, what she had done at um, Old Dominion, and the fact that she was a Hall of Fame player that that brought a lot of cachet to Mississippi State University. Now exactly. that first year on the court, it didn't really work out, but I felt no. as though that the hire made sense. And now, whether it worked out or not was neither here nor there, but it made sense on paper. Just like Joe Moorhead. People like to talk <laughs> bad about the Joe Moorhead hire, but at that moment in time, people thought that it was a slam dunk. No. Yes. Remember, at that moment in time, he was uh, Saquon Barkley's uh, offensive, offensive coordinator, and he had the run pass. He was one of the best. Offensive coordinators in the uh, NCAA, people thought that it was a slam dunk hire. So I never liked it. Hmm? I never liked that hire. Wait, so, so let me get this straight. You didn't like the Joe Moore here hire, but you <laughs> like the Mike Leach hire. I'm, I've been a fan of my Leach since the Texas Tech days. I still think we're gonna turn it around, brother. 
Anyway, let's go on, on to Coach O. Yeah. <laughs> talking about Coach O. This is what I don't understand about Coach O. First of all, are they still rolling with they fired him because of performance? Or are they going with that he was a hoe? It's a lot of rumors. And, of course, the players have come out to his defense on the women in practice, um, stuff like that. But I had a source close to me say that that did happen. Players coming out saying that it didn't happen. So it's a lot of he said, she said. At the end of the day, this man is two years away from winning a national championship. And I really feel like he deserved more of a chance to turn the ship around. Now, I really feel like some of the fire may be because of the issues with uh, Drake Davis and Darius Geis. You know, the stink from the LSU, from the Les Miles issues. Now uh, you had the issues with uh, Drake Davis and Darius Geis on the Coach O's watch. If that's the reasoning, yeah, fire him. Because you know what? There should be zero tolerance. Absolute. I don't care who you are. You could be a Heisman Trophy finalist. If you abuse women, if you if you sexual assault women, you're done. You know, I don't care who you are. I'm a father of a daughter. You know, there's no way I could allow someone else's daughter uh, to be assaulted and let a guy play football for me. No, uh-uh. So I really feel like his name been associated with those Title Nine cases. That's one of the reasons, the main reason. The foot, the play on the football field. Eh, you gotta realize how much, how, how much of the team LSU lost after that national championship season. Half the defense, more than half the defense left. They were underclassmen. They weren't seniors, you know. So they lost a lot. So you gotta, you gotta restock the cover. Now I really feel like after this season, LSU was probably going to be back to being what LSU could have possibly been as far as on the football field. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, it's going to be on the new watch, and the rumors hard that they're looking at hiring possibly Mel Tucker. Uh, I saw on my good friend Matt Muscona, someone mentioned, uh, he mentioned Mike Tumlin, and one of the guys was like, well, why would LSU want Mike Tumlin? I was like, bro, why would Tumlin want LSU? Like, real talk, you're trying to say that LSU wouldn't want a Super Bowl winning head coach. You know what I'm saying? Who's not one of the longest tenure head coaches in the NFL? You're trying to tell me you don't want that common presence over your program? You know? But give or take, I mean, like, LSU choosing to move on. Uh, coach O is going to have going to be $17 million richer. You know, is he going to be able to buy him a lifetime supply of double meat cheeseburgers? <laughs> so, if I was him, I wouldn't work until my five year was up. You know, I, I didn't read to see if, if he gets another job, does he lose any of his money? But most contracts are are based on if you do not work or get another coaching job, we're gonna pay you all your money. If you get another coaching job, you know, within the we're gonna stop paying you. I wouldn't work at all. Not coaching football, I wouldn't. I'd go be on a talk show somewhere. Wait, 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 you know wait, 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 wait. I was just thinking that in my head, who the fuck would hire Coach O to talk on camera? Could you imagine it? Could you imagine him on college? Hey, you know, I would rather listen to him than I would rather listen to him than Fireball. What are we saying? You know, I would rather listen to Coach O than Fireball me any day. Real talk. That's the, the guy from Waterboy giving commentary. <laughs> 
Nobody <laughs> would know what he's saying. It would be worse than Lou Holtz. But anyway, yeah, yeah keep keep going with your with your uh yeah, so I mean LSU rank. It's time, it's time. It was you know that that is fellow was time to make a change. Now I did see someone said that we should hire Coach O on our staff to be the recruiting coordinator or whatever. Um and at one point it was rumored that he might join the Mullen staff, but I mean, I, I don't think Coach I know Coach O is not gonna be no coordinator coming Cleveland LSU. He's gonna sit at home and chill. My only drawback is we didn't send him home with another L uh, visiting Starkville this season. That's the only, that's my only drawback against Coach O getting fired. We did not beat him when we had a chance to beat him in Starkville. First For the of first all, time, beat LSU twice in a row in 30 years. Okay. Now, let me make this clear. I know Derek. Derek is a – I wouldn't say a very close friend of mine. But I, Jeremiah. I've met Derek, I've met his mom, I've met his daughter, kind of. You know, he invited me in for tea and crumpets and, <laughs> and stuff like that. He even gave me his real nasty juice. But everything that this guy just hey. is BS. <laughs> First of all, I have no idea why LSU hired. The only reason why LSU hired Coach O in the first place it's because they couldn't get Todd Herman or Tom Herman, whatever his name is. You mean Jimbo Dude that Fisher? Went to, um, you mean Jimbo yeah. Fisher? They wanted mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher. They wanted Jimbo Fisher. That's what they wanted. Jimbo Fisher is fake news also. <laughs> um, that's the reason why they got Coach O. Uh, also, Coach O is basically Gene Chizik. Okay? Him and Gene Chizik are the same person there's no difference. If I were them, I would just go and get the, the dude, the, the offensive coordinator dude um, that uh, left and was it the guy that went to Baylor? You mean, you're talking about uh, the guy who Somebody went, went to Baylor and I think somebody went to Yeah, uh, the head coach of Baylor uh, hired away Joe Brady. Yeah, yeah. Go get him or Dave Aranda or somebody. Well, they were running coach's defense, bro. He don't coach off. Whatever, it didn't matter. Whichever one it was, go get. He's the current head coach at Baylor. Yeah, like 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 Auburn did when they ditched Gene Chizik and they went and got uh Gus Malzahn. That would make sense. How'd that work out? How'd that work out? Uh, They were pretty good for some years. Did they win a title? No, but it was also Auburn. So they got a title though. Chizik got the title. Uh, oh, got the title. Is, what his name is? Cam Newton got a title. Gene Chizik just happened to have been there. And nobody, nobody. Here's the thing. I, First, Joe, also, Burrow, Joe Burrow Gene probably Chizik. doesn't end up at LSU without Ogeron. Also, Gene Chizik. I mean, how do, how never, do you know? Gene Chizik should have never gotten hired at Auburn either, but that's neither here nor there. Because he was like, didn't he come from like Iowa State where he went like, Two and seven, some crap. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't a good head coach when he got hired. And neither was Ogeron at Ole Miss. But he's turned it around when he was an interim at USC. Now what I'm about to say, but you know? that being said, I feel like Coach O at USC would have made a little bit of sense. I, I never felt like Coach O, he himself, could actually coach. I don't guess feel what like job is open. Guess what job is open, though. Guess what and job I is open. I also feel now. like. He's the type of coach 
who kind of like uh remember at the end of uh Joe Paterno's career where he was basically just the mascot. He didn't have on a headset. <clears throat> he didn't have a play sheet or anything like that. You knew that it was really the coordinators running the show. <clears throat> also, who was surprised that Coach O is a womanizer? Like, I just assume that all the coaches are, honestly, except for like, well, I mean, I wouldn't look at Mike Leach and assume that he could pick up chicks or anything like that. Hey, Mike but, Leach you know, is a married man. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But even if you weren't, you know, I wouldn't, I couldn't see Mike Leach at a bar picking up chicks. Could I see Coach O at a bar picking up chicks? Absolutely. I would be more surprised if he wasn't, you know. And and this is the same old Miss Wild Boys guy. This is the same y'all, 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 y'all. <laughs> when I point to this side of the room, I want y'all to say old Miss. When I point to this side of the room, I want y'all to say Wild Boys. Um, That's that guy. So, like, who's really surprised by the end of that? And a dude couldn't really coach his way out of a wet paper bag. And them beating Florida had more to do with Dan Mullen than it had to do with LSU. <laughs> I told you last week, I was like, I'm going to give you freaking five bucks. Yeah. Which, you know, and uh, Kendrick still owe me for the uh, for that Boston College game. But that's neither here nor there, okay? Y'all need to start actually paying y'all bets. Just whatever, Okay. You you go keep losing, you know, it's gonna happen. So, uh, we talked about LSU enough. I want to talk about a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Okay. <laughs> now, I know that the old miss people out there are gonna say that they're living rent-free off of us. But unfortunately, um uh old miss spirit got dropped from 24-7 sports due to a very unfortunate situation, okay? And Old Miss Spirit is now going to be on a new media network, and Yancey Porter will not be joining them um, due to a very unfortunate situation, all right? There was a young man, uh, Old Miss recruit, and Yancey Porter said that he sat down and talked to him, and he said he was – blown away by his experience at Ole Miss, except that Yancey Porter never talked to the kid. And when the kid said that I never talked to him, Yancey Porter said that, oh, I got that quote from a, uh, wait a second, let me, I got my fadawa. Fadawa! Okay, let me, let me, wait a second, I gotta give a, a reaction. Hold on. Fadawa. There we go. Fadara. Please don't cancel me. He was making fun of Asian people. All right. Um, we will start doing two dollars now. Two dollars, two dollars. Uh so he said that he got it from a third party source or whatever, whatever. And the kid said that he didn't talk to the third party at all. And um this couldn't have happened. Yancey Porter is a good man who has never told a lie a day in his life. 
And he was known for his uh, Ole Miss Nation and Mississippi State fans. They might be our opponents, but we respected Yancey Porter. And Yancey Porter showed a lot of respect to Mississippi State, even though we were their rivals. Yancey Porter showed a lot of mutual respect for Mississippi State University as an academic institution and as an athletic program over the years. And I just wanted to say that Yancey Porter will be missed in the space of college sports media. Uh, Derek, what, you, what, what, what are your thoughts on the departure of Yancey uh, Porter from Ole Miss Spirit? Okay, well, I mean, I don't know Yancey personally. I've interacted with him a few times when I was a bigger incognito Ole Miss Rebel fan this being nosy on the old Miss Spirit. And I told him, hey, I'm a bulldog, not a rebel. And initially, he didn't block me from the site. He was like, oh, as long as you don't cause a problem, you know, you're good. I was like, cool. But then he was like, well, too many guys, you know, are complaining, so I'm going to have to remove you. Cool, not a problem. I respected that. You know, he was. that's the, that's my only personal interaction with Yancey Porter. But as far as a sports fan, um and third party i mean he has been one of the most obnoxious sports writers against mississippi state you know uh always just being an a-hole um what he said about uh our baseball team backfired he had to eat that he had to eat them sour grapes and i'm not a professional reporter i do write but I'm not a professional reporter. I know you cannot put out something quoting someone knowing that they didn't say it. That proves you're unethical. And while Yancey Reporter does have a family to feed, you cannot make a living reporting unethically. And he deserves to get fired. You know, hopefully he will bounce back uh, doing something. He's, he put out a statement saying he learned his lesson. You should. This is a lesson you should have never had to learn, brother. You've been reporting sports for years, longer than I, I have. I've only been writing for a year, and I know not to do something like that. That shows that you weren't ethical in your reporting, and you shouldn't be reporting for a while. You need to go in your, you can find something else to do. Maybe come back later and show that, hey, yeah, I've learned my lesson. I'm, I'm going to re report ethically. You know, and that's what he needs to do. I mean, he doesn't deserve to be he doesn't deserve to not have a career because he has a family. And I was just reading that the guy <laughs> the tweeted that he said uh, before the snowball starts, let me be clear. Yes, he will not be part of Ole Miss Spirit on, on three sports. Zero percent, however. But then the guy goes on to say this, and you can kind of kind of see what he meant, what he thinks about Yancey Porter. Chuck and Ben are terrific humans. And hardworking. I ain't got to say nothing else after that. He called the other two guys terrific humans and hardworking. You can only mean again to speculate what he thinks about Yancey Porter. And um, like I said, Mr. Porter will bounce back. Uh, don't know what he's going to do, but hopefully he's learned his lesson. And will not write anything else without having it quoted correctly. Sad, man. Sad. Real sad. I hope that people are able to pick up the sarcasm from me because uh, Yancey Porter can eat a sack of baby dicks. Oh, my mom's listening, bro. Oh, my bad. Sorry, Miss Thomas. I won't do it again. <laughs> Yancey Porter, 
is uh, one of the leading members of the fake news media, and especially of Ole Miss propaganda. And that dude, he said that um, our baseball team was too small, and when we the 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 baseball series, the series against Ole Miss, I can't remember what he said, but it was ridiculous. Then he said that we got to we had the easy road to the College World Series, and that uh, we were gonna get exposed like we did in the SEC tournament, and all of that good stuff. But thankfully, now that he doesn't have a job, he has plenty of time to lift weights and convert to Islam. All right, so <laughs> we got about, what, nine minutes left? So I figured we can go a little bit in depth with our picks that we're going to have this week. Uh, which, the, the, it's, it's a little dicey, but whatever. I don't even see an upset special here. So we might just take it out, you know, to to the top twenty-five in general. All right. So, Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Arkansas, Arkansas. Which one are you taking? The Razorbacks. I mean, Pine Bluff out of the swag HBCU. They're not going to be able to compete with Arkansas Razorbacks. What about the band? Mm, the band gonna win. The band gonna win <laughs> definitely. Okay, bad boy. All right, uh, let's see. South Carolina, Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Do I have the balls? No, I don't. I don't have the balls to pick South Carolina. Screw that. I'm going South Cackalack. I'm also going uh, Arkansas, Razorbacks. Okay, Tennessee, Ramajama. Alabama. Alabama. Oh, and it said uh Brian Denny, he stayed here. Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. All right, so a game that's a little bit more compelling than let, let's let's do Mississippi State Vanderbilt. Us. Yeah, I'm going us also. So a game that's a little bit more compelling. LSU Ole Miss. <sighs> if Matt Carroll is healthy and can play the whole game. It's possible that he will throw all over LSU's defense like beating a drum. But if LSU runs the ball and keeps him off the field, or if he's not healthy, LSU can go into Oxford and get a win for Coach O. I want LSU to win this game. I'm going to roll with LSU. Arthur? Mm. Ole Miss is, is tricky. Ole Miss has one thing I did learn while I was at Ole Miss is that Ole Miss has a bit of heart, but their heart and Mississippi State heart are two different things. It's, it's kind of hard to quantify. And the game is at Ole Miss. Yeah, with Manning in the end zone. Mm. Retiring Eli's number while Arch Manning is visiting. And LSU is very up and down. And they had an up week last week. And everything within me says that this is their week to be down. 
Who's the backup for Matt Carroll? I have no idea. Because <laughs> if Matt Carroll can't go, if he wasn't starting, I would have heard of it. And the question becomes, does it hurt Matt Carroll? First of all, will he be able to play the entire game? Because LSU still got horses on defense, and they're going to smell blood in the water. And will they get a repeat of the, the running effort out of LSU's running back? From, I'm going to go, my I, I, like, my gut says, I'm going to take Ole Miss. I'm taking Ole Miss begrudgingly. I am going to take Ole Miss. And I don't think that any of the other games are even worth mentioning, even within the top 25 in general. Let's see. We got Cincinnati Navy, which right, – let's go over those quickly. Cincinnati Navy, who you got? Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm going Cincinnati also. Okay, Kansas. That's ridiculous. Oklahoma. All right. Uh, I'm going Oklahoma also. Cincinnati also. Northwestern Michigan. Now, Michigan is undefeated, but Michigan is also Michigan. Michigan. They will find a way to screw up. Yeah, Northwestern kind of rubbish this year. Well, while you're going through your picks, I did look up old Mrs. Dev chart. And, of course, you know they have Luke Altmaier there. But if they choose to move this guy back to quarterback, he roasted LSU a few years ago. And with Matt Correa running for all those yards the last game, John Rice Plumley. If they move him back to quarterback, yeah. Uh I would like to I might switch my pick. <laughs> it's too late now. But I was thinking I was thinking with LSU though. All right, Illinois, Penn State. What what the freak is going on with these games? Penn State. Yeah, Penn State. Wake Forest Army. Man, no. Don't pick that game, bro. That's top 25 rank. Who rank? I know, right? Wake Forest. They're actually undefeated. 6-0. Really? Yeah. They're the quietest undefeated team in the nation. But that being said, Army is uh, 4-2. And and the game is Army. Wake Forest. Man. All right. Wisconsin, Purdue. Wisconsin, Purdue beat Iowa last week. That don't mean anything. So, but I'm, I'm gonna, gonna roll Wisconsin because the game is at Purdue. I'm gonna take Wisconsin. Yeah, if it was if it was at Camp Randall, I would 100 percent take Wisconsin. Wisconsin right. taking Wisconsin. Oklahoma State, Iowa State. The game is at Iowa State. Iowa State. I'm going to research something right quick. And I'll get Iowa it. State. All right. Oregon, UCLA. Is that UCLA? UCLA. Since it's I'm UCLA. I'm fighting I'm chips. I'm since, going with the fighting chips. Yeah. Since you think you're going with Joe Moorhead? Yeah. Because it's UCLA. All right. Let's see. Clemson, <laughs> Clemson Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And is at Pittsburgh. You Pittsburgh. know. Clemson is Clemson is now going back to the old school Clemsoning. I mean, like, yeah, you lose you lose your, your top uh, quarterback, your top running back, but Clemson brought back so much talent. 
It's crazy that they have struggled the way that they struggle. Pittsburgh. Clemson has been kind of Pittsburgh. rubbish this year, but I feel like they still have um, – I'm trying to see who exactly did Iowa State lose to. Iowa. All right, they lost to Iowa. They lost to Baylor. Nothing wrong with losing to those two teams. All right. I'm going to grow up there in ads. I'm going to take Iowa State. The Cyclone. I can't, I can't go against Oklahoma State. I just can't. I can't. I want to, but I can't. I mean, okay. Uh, let's see. Clemson, Pittsburgh. I'm going to grow a pair of Nats. Clemson don't get it this year. Pittsburgh. All right. Uh, San Diego State Air Force, San Diego State, no one cares. All right, UTSA La Tech. UTSA is undefeated, right? Right, three and zero. And they have they're playing as lot. I'm going. I'm going to go with UTSA. Yeah, me too. Ohio State, Indiana. At Ohio Indiana. State. Ohio State. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go Ohio State too. USC, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah, at Notre Dame, yeah. <laughs> it's funny you bring this up. Like, like, okay, Odron just recently fired by LSU. Would USC bring him back to Cali? Going back to Cali? 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 I think Even- the guy that didn't bring him in as a head coach is uh, out. But no, oh. no, no, no. If you're USC... Why would you even do that? If I'm USC, well, you know what? I, I feel as though that uh, – uh, uh, I mean, he would get a chance to play the Sissy Blue shirts again every Hugh year. Hugh Freeze has to be blackballed. He has to be. Well, they just lost last week, though. I can't remember who they lost to. All right, uh, NC State. Miami, man, these games are rubbish. NC State. Yeah, because I'm Miami, not picking Miami. Miami sucks. Yeah, Miami is freaking garbage now. 11 o'clock. Okay, yeah, it's 11 o'clock. All right, so we thank you, discerning people, for joining us today. Derek, what's your last thought? You said you was going to talk about something. I forget. Man, yeah, I'm just – Vanderbilt kind of trashed my alma mater, you know, as far as uh, the basketball preview. Because, you know, we have Lindsey Hunter as our basketball coach. You know, we don't have a sports information director, so I'm guessing that's why uh, Vanderbilt couldn't get the information. But uh, it was a writer. I don't have it in front of me, but he was really, really rough on on Valley. And I know we're not going to beat Vanderbilt in basketball, but still, man, have some. Don't be a Yancey Porter. What did he say? I'm going to make this real short. And basically, he just was like, oh, I can't find this information. I can't find an information. And just, I, it, 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 he just wasn't, he just was being an, an asshole, you know. I have thoughts on that. I'm going to leave all of them to myself because I know you're very sensitive about this. Um, But I guess that what I'm going to say, funny story. Apparently, I think that I taught Lindsey Hunter's nephew which I, I never put two and two together that his name was Fred Hunter, Lindsey Hunter, 
I, I never I never figured that out. But anyway, uh, let's see. What who am I gonna shout out? Is there anything for me to shout out? Like, not really. I will say this though. Uh Greenville Christian, I feel bad for Greenville Christian because <laughs> I know earlier, earlier in the season I said that. I'm not a big fan of these private schools going and get the kids from the public schools and blah, 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 blah. But nobody will play them anymore. And I feel real bad for them. I don't. But that being said, I believe somebody pointed this out on Facebook and I'm going to, I'm going to co-sign them. Uh, Simmons and Hollandale and Greenville Christian need to play each other. I would love to see that because Greenville Christian. I would. Uh, Simmons put up like seventy. They're undefeated too. They've been on, kicking uh, ass. West Tallahatchie the other night. So I think that that would be competitive. The teams are about the same, you know, same size and all of that good stuff. I believe that Green Christian would beat the crap out of him. But that's neither here nor there. All right. So also, I found out that the Hot Tamale Festival is always the third Saturday in October. Greenville Public Schools, work on it, okay? Make sure that those two are always the same weekend, okay? Anyway, um, <laughs> normally this is probably why I say praise the Lord and go dogs, but for now, I'm just going to say, okay, bye.